um, you know, th- this will be the key factor which is going to determine whether we will see a, a monetary policy normalisation in Japan. Okay, John, thank you very much indeed for that. That's John Byrne, Vice Chair of Research at the Asian Development Bank Institute. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In Japan right now, the Nikkei 225 is down 0.1%. The 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 ASX 200 in uh, Australia down about half a percent. The Cosby is up a little now. It's up 0.2%. Looks like the Hang Seng, though, is going to open flat in around about an hour's time when trading gets going here um, in Hong Kong. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow morning, as usual, at 8 o'clock on Money Talk. Back chats coming up after the news with Jim Gould and Ada Wong. The weather forecast for today, mainly fine and dry. The visibility is going to be relatively low in some areas at first. The maximum temperature is going to be around 21 degrees. And the outlook is for it to remain fine and dry with cool mornings in the next few days. Temperature right now, 17 degrees, 66% relative humidity. Times 8.31. Here's Carol Musgrave with the half-hour news. The hospital authority has suspended the use of 16 public hospital operating theatres after surgical light screws came loose. Checks have been carried out on all lighting units made by the Swedish company Gettinger after one fell from the ceiling at the United Christian Hospital on Saturday, injuring an assistant anaesthetist. The HA says 16 of the 50 lighting units were found to have potential risks, forcing it to temporarily shut the affected theatres and reschedule some surgery. Medical sector lawmaker David Lamb says a full investigation is needed. We understand that the last checking was done in December last year, so it's only two months apart. So we would expect a very safe and stable structure up there two months after a normal checking. So we must investigate into that particular checking, what went wrong during the checking. Was it done according to the protocol? Or was there any breach of the protocol? Or have the personnel been fully trained for their job when they check the OT light. So these are areas that we have to investigate. It's almost a year since Russia began its attack on Ukraine. The war has had a huge impact on people living there, especially children. The international charity Save the Children has been assisting youngsters in Ukraine, including those forced to flee their homes. Its director of international programmes and advocacy is Helena Janssen. Terrible statistics is that every day four children are killed or injured in Ukraine. So we've got a large number of children who are actually casualties of this war. And obviously, living under such constant stress has really impacted on their mental health. So they've witnessed awful things, separation from their parents, from their family, from their friends, and many of them have had to flee. A Chingyi school says the government should intervene and ensure a lunchbox operator can safely provide meals for the hundreds of schools it serves. Ray Chan, the school's affairs chief at Yanchai Hospital Chuchang Hokwan Primary School, praised the students and mothers who helped feed the school yesterday, preparing 200 lunchboxes. After lunch and staff suspended services yesterday and today following cases of food poisoning, Mr Chan told RTHK that the school's parent-teacher association was prepared to go shopping again tomorrow should the suspension continue uh, we don't have any update news but you know teachers i think is the profession is in education right we are not a professional in cooking so yeah well, i think of course i wish everything will back to normal tomorrow and the government should i think intervene with the food dealer to solve the problems you know meal for 100,000 children every day should not be delayed any longer and i'll have more news for you at nine o'clock 
Good morning and welcome to Back Chat. I'm Jim Gould and your guest presenter is Ada Wong. Good morning, Ada. Good morning, Jim. On today's programme, we're talking about uh, chatbots and artificial intelligence. Much attention has been focused on the Microsoft-backed uh, OpenAI's chat GPT, which was launched last November. It allows uh, users to experiment with its ability to write essays, articles and poems, as well as computer code. However, the University of Hong Kong has issued a temporary ban on students using chat GPT or any other IA-based uh, schools for coursework, classwork and assessments. That's while it works out a long-term policy for dealing with the phenomenon. What do you think about this trend? Does uh, AI have the potential to make our lives easier? Or does it pose a risk to human development by replacing too many of our higher functions? Is it a double-edged sword? How should it be managed in academia or other walks of life? You can let us know what you think on our Facebook page. That's Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. Email us at backchat at rthk.hk or give us a call on 233 and um, happy to say we have now in the studio uh, with us uh, Rex Jung, who's a founder of Algobot uh, Limited, and that's a platform of uh, AI algorithms uh, to make uh, investment decisions in currency and stocks. Uh, also, uh, Megan Chow, CEO and co-founder of InRiskable. Uh, and that's a, a software company uh, which works uh, with banks and uh, financial and the uh, financial sector. And also on the line, we have um, Emil Chan, who's the chairman of the Association of Cloud and Mobile Computing Professionals and adjunct professor of City University's uh, EMBA program. Uh, good morning to you all. Perhaps, um, um, perhaps Rex, if we could uh, start with you. Um, so I just want to say, first of all, that that intro that I read out just now, that was actually written by me, not by the, not by the chatbot. But, uh, but, I mean, this is, a, this is a phenomenon that's really taken a lot of people by surprise. It seems to have happened uh, very fast, doesn't it? I mean, um, how should we be handling this? Mm, actually, uh, yeah, good morning, everyone. Actually, uh, the AI development is faster than what we imagine. And uh, technologies are priced in broader areas. Because in the past years, it's only appeared in certain areas. For example, the AlphaGo developed by Google, they play chess very well, the Go. And then now uh, it's a big progress because uh, it, it applies in different areas or you can uh, un you can ask any questions and then uh, ChatGPT can answer any things. And then uh, someone may think that oh, it may replace some of the functions of Google. So actually uh, it applies to broader areas. And uh, so that's why there, there are many <clears throat> applications in the coming years. Maybe someone may think that, oh, it can uh, draft the, the contents of a program or draft the contents of a coursework, etc. So, uh, yeah, how, how we can do, how, how we can handle this, uh, I think uh, there, there, there are advantages more than disadvantages because uh, it makes us uh, more efficient to finish our work. At the same time, uh, you may think that oh, it may replace some uh, manpower, maybe. But actually, I think it, at the same time, it may create more jobs because you need someone to make a prompt to ask the AI, and then they give an answer. Mm -hmm. So actually, yeah, the the world is changing and uh, uh, reshape the industry. Mm. Yeah. I, obviously, we're going to talk a lot in the program about the pros and cons of this technology. But uh, but what about when when you say it can make make things more efficient? Um, 
I mean, what about uh, our own thought processes? I mean, if we're relying on artificial intelligence uh, uh, to do things for us, I mean, isn't that going to make humans uh, uh, more lazy, less effective? Hmm. Um, actually, um, I think that uh, human um, need to learn how to communicate with the AI. You need to learn how to ask a question because it's called prompt, prompt engineering. You need to make a statement such that they know that the AI know how to uh, understand your question and answer accordingly. So um, actually, it makes our life more efficient, and then brings you new ideas. For example, if you want to create some content, then they may suggest you uh, some contents, and then uh, uh, you have some. Uh, they, they may the AI brainstorm you some new ideas. I think um, uh, it, it becomes efficient. Yeah. Okay. So your your company works with um, uh, the finance uh, institutions, yes. right? So is it a little bit like uh, the chat GPT that uh, you can ask the uh, chatbot for financial decisions? Yes, actually, yeah. This is what the algorithm is working. Um, actually, we, we use the big data of the financial markets and mm. then train the algorithm. Uh, and, and we fit in like years of uh, stock data and ethics data. And then uh, they learn the pattern and then uh, uh, make some investment decision. So if you have any questions, for example, oh, is this uh, a bullish or a bearish, if you want right. to ask about the market, then it will answer. So if the AI is better than uh, financial analysts, then um, I guess uh, they're out of the job, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think um, it's efficient, and um, because it is seven times 24, around the clock, and then uh, it can trade automatically, it's, uh, uh, the speed is fast, and then uh, it can monitor the market continuously. And then uh, I think uh, there's advantage, but um, I think um, it can't totally replace human because um, uh, for, for the financial markets, uh, there are more variables than what we input. So sometimes human may need to <clears throat> play a role that you need to create a strategy or create a learning process, or, or you need to teach the AI how to learn. So a human can play a higher level. Yeah. Okay. We'll come to Megan in just a moment. But uh, we have on the line uh, Emil Chan. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, so you're um, an adjunct professor uh, with CityU, as well as being the chairman of the Association of uh, Cloud and Mobile Computing Professionals. Um, uh, could I just ask you about the, the Hong Kong U decision to temporarily uh, ban uh, the use of uh, uh, chatbots and AI for coursework um, and any work that involves credits uh, while they work out a policy of how to deal with it? Uh, um, what, what do you think of that? Does that, does that seem, sound like a, a sensible uh, way to go? I do, uh, to a certain extent, agree with uh, this uh, decision because uh, it's unfair uh, to those uh, students. They are not capable uh, to do their homework or their work uh, without chat GPT or alike. Mm -hmm. So uh, before, you know, there's uh, such a uh, policy, uh, it is uh, fair, you know, to uh, uh, the general students. but. Uh, the way how they convey the message, oh, you know, I'm I'm a bit shocked about the the, uh, the media, you know, how they express that decision to general public. Because uh, if you uh, uh, have uh, uh, read uh, similar type of announcement from uh, the Singapore government, uh, they will say uh, they embrace, they like, uh, they will introduce uh, uh, a 
program to allow the schools in uh, Singapore uh, to uh, uh, for the students or teachers to use a ChatGPT. And even they said that they will also uh, are trying to set up a policy for the uh, civil servants uh, to improve their uh, productivity by using ChatGPT. Uh, but uh, with a condition. So, so the, before they uh, roll it out, uh, you know, they uh, are working on a policy, you know, how to uh, uh, make it happen, how to regulate it. So, uh, technically, you know, what Singapore government uh, and what uh, Hong Kong University uh, are doing is, you know, they are the same. So, the, uh, but uh, the message, you know, that uh, we receive it's quite negative in Hong Kong. It seems that uh, uh, Hong Kong University is uh, not em- uh, embracing uh, uh, the AI technology. So the, uh, I, I don't like the way how they convey the message, but I do agree with uh, uh, that movement. Yes. Um, um, actually, um, I've uh, looked around to see what other universities are doing. And uh, in the USA, for example, in the uh, Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania, they actually encourage, as you said, uh, the use of um, the chat GPT. But the professors spell out that the student must acknowledge it as, um, you know, just as other references and sources that they got the information from. And um, yeah. the professor also asked the students to to really understand the limits of the chat GPT and also how to create prompts. As uh, Rex just said, it's not so easy to write down the right prompt so that you get the right answers. So it's a, it's a new skill. And um, in the US, it seems that people are not too worried about it. Is, is it the observation you have? Yes, exactly. So um, we have to adjust or we have to face the truth that uh, it, it is a piece of tool uh, that can uh, we cannot ignore in the future. So uh, it's somewhat like, uh, you know, in the old days, uh, we were not allowed, uh, when I was in primary school, you know, we were not allowed to use calculator. Uh, we have to use uh, Africans or the other, uh, you know, old tools. Uh, Mental arithmetic. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because uh, it's unfair to those uh, students who who, uh, couldn't afford to get a calculator, right? So it's the same. So so I think uh, it's much faster. The the, uh, adoption can be as short as uh, uh, six months. Uh, uh, But that's the limitation here in Hong Kong because uh, 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 we are not allowed to register uh, OpenAI directly. So they have to temporarily uh, have such a measurement. Uh, but uh, as I mentioned uh, once again, you know the way how they convey the message is not that uh, is fair room to improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the argument is that. Uh, um, it, it is such a relatively new phenomenon and it's developing so fast that uh, perhaps the, the, the technology, the pace of the technology is overtaking our understanding of it and how it should be dealt with and, and regulated. I mean, I mean there have been uh, a, n- a number of uh, studies have found it, it can be actually very difficult to tell the difference between what's been uh, uh, written by AI, by a chatbot, and, and what's been um, written by a student. So, so um, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's just about how we handle it, isn't it? And, pr- and perhaps so uh, we don't have a full idea yet of how to do it. Uh, well, 
in general not, but there must be uh, a solution. Like just yesterday, I, I was teaching in uh, you know, another university, and I I I taught the student how to use chat, install chat GPT without the uh, VPN, you know, mm -hmm. by using a tool called uh, uh, POE uh, mm -hmm. on iOS devices, and then I asked them to use chat GPT uh, to answer my questions, and then the, as long as the questions or the program is set. According to the new environment, I don't think there's a problem. The problem is lying on the way how we assess uh, the uh, the student. So if we keep using the old way to assess them, uh, we cannot uh, uh, improve their productivity. On the other hand, you know it's unfair to those uh, hardworking students who who are, who who are not using ChatGPT at all. Mm -hmm. So that we have to find a solution. I do think that uh, uh, Hong Kong University is looking for uh, a new measurement like uh, most of the universities uh, around the world. Yeah, can can you can I ask you further about the future of jobs? Uh, Rex Jung here said that um, uh, some jobs, uh, you know, will be gone, uh, automated and uh, taken up by the AI, and uh, other new jobs will surface. Uh, what's your view on that? Well, I think it's quite normal, you know, since the uh, 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 industrial revolution. You know, that happened, you know, over hundreds of years. So the, uh, when, when we have a rickshaw, and then the, when there's a, a, the carriage or the vehicle, even you know the job change. You know, I I cannot be, uh, you know, uh, keeping my job anyhow if I I, I, I can uh, only ride on the horseback. Uh, uh, so when uh, the vehicle uh, uh, were invented, then there are new jobs. Uh, like uh, I can be a patrol station attendant, I can be uh, the toll fee uh, collector for the tunnels. You know, there are new jobs being invented. So the, uh, as Rex mentioned, uh, you know, we got to uh, 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 upskill ourselves uh, so that uh, uh, run along the way and, uh, and learn new skill. I do believe that uh, there will be uh, new types of jobs available as long as uh, we we uh, we train ourselves uh, as a as a more skillful worker okay um, Megan Chow good morning to you you're an AI developer yes. um, you work with the uh, banking and financial sector very important for Hong Kong of course what is the development of AI going to mean for that um, AI is definitely going to be in a very important place for them and a lot of them uh, is already using it like in a lot of different areas like for example most of the application like the um, app or the fintech application they have already include the chatbot function and which is like more commonly known as the AI when we said and maybe chat GPT is one of the like the technology that can be integrated into it uh, and um, and how would it be used in the banking sector? You mean ChatGPT? Yeah, yes, yes. yes. Um, actually, ChatGPT is like um, quite a game changer in the AI area. Like um, 
in the previous, we need to do a lot of the training on the data and also the program to make the AI to be more smarter. But as you can try on the website already, or in, and now, um, ChatGPT already functioning very well. And how it can be used in the uh, financial sector? I think um, ChatGPT has a like a major fallback is it cannot be controlled. We cannot control what it gives and given out. But in financial sector, it could be like a bit um, tricky for them. But in some of the um, um, position, like in the financial sector, like in the um, um, content creating in the marketing, um, uh, the, the field in the fintech or the banking field, um, it can be used. Like uh, it, it given us a lot of creativity for them. And all I can think of is like um, there is a very important uh, uh, procedure in the banking sector is called AML, uh, anti-money laundry, and mm. that mm. kind of um, um, because. Uh, previously, they need to scan through a lot of information in the internet to see if the person is suspicious. So the financial sector can like offer loan for them or offer some financial services for them. Um, it, it can be very hard for them to look through all the information. It's very time consuming. It requires a lot of effort. And if ChatGPT, maybe it can <clears throat> help to scan through some information and gives out a very brief summary about the person is suspicious or not. And it could be something very useful, but um, um, at the end of the day, we cannot control the the, the uh, outcomes. So it, maybe it needs some fine tuning on the um, um, expectation. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, how reliable is it? I mean, and, and how can you be sure it's giving you the right answer, the correct answer? Yes, yes, yes. It's almost correct because it, it can give us the source of reference, but it cannot say it's 100%. Hmm. Um, I, I played with it a couple of times and um, it gives me very standardized answers, mm. right? So it seems that there's a formula behind if you ask a question and then they will give you, um, you know, pros and cons and then at the end they make a conclusion. Yeah. So it's just like a student writing a, an essay. Yes. But then um, if you play with it a couple more times, it is things are so standardized and you, yes. you don't really see any creative views of how this whole thing looks. Yeah. So, so that would that be like a like a more negative feature? Um. Yes or no? I think. Um. Because standardized is actually good. You you don't want the AI to give you some very creative answers. And at some certain point, you want it to answer your questions with some reference to the real world. And to that point, it is very good. It's a very nice feature. But um, if you're like going for the creative things, you might not don't you 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 want to omit all the boundaries. We want to have more like this space. We want it to give us some like very brave idea. Mm. And at that point we need some fine-tuning on the algorithm but it's also doable yeah. so at the moment you they don't really want to give you something that's more radical like a radical solution of certain issues right mm. I have opinion yes yes, yes. Amy Chan please yeah so it depends on how you use it have you ever tried those uh, the tool like uh, what you call uh, uh, big journey or no a uh, big journey you have to generate uh, the uh, images, uh, yeah. say, uh, very artfully. So it depends on how you uh, uh, talk to the chat, uh, chatbot. So if you just use it as uh, a Google, uh, you, 
keen and uh, a question and ask uh, uh, the uh, robots to answer, it will give you a pretty standard answer. But if you fine tune it, keep asking uh, the chatbot, then uh, it will be uh, very creative. It depends on uh, your own creativity. So it, it is a piece of tool uh, to help you uh, to fine tune uh, what you are looking for. So, uh, for example, say if you ask the machine to uh, finish uh, a uh, science fiction, you provide uh, 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 the uh, introduction, and then ChatGPT the, uh, will finish it for you. And if you uh, believe that uh, the uh, uh, the story is too sad, and you you might ask it. Uh, well, how how can we uh, make it uh, a, a better ended, and then the, the machine will uh, adjust it. So uh, don't use the chat GPT solely for a search engine. Mm. It is a, a customer service center that you can uh, have a dialogue with it. Mm. And uh, after uh, several rounds of uh, conversation, uh, I do believe that the answer will be quite different. Mm. So you might try it out in such a way. Mm. Okay, okay, uh, uh, okay. Uh, Professor Chen, um, can come back to you in just a moment. Um, got a, I know you're only uh, with us until nine o'clock. Uh, just a comment here from a, from a listener, Bill, on our Facebook says um, uh, a ban is exactly the correct move. Thank you to Hong Kong U. That's a reference to University of Hong Kong, a temporarily suspending or, tem- or temporarily uh, uh, disallowing students from using uh, Chat GPT or other AI. Uh, for their uh, coursework and uh, credit works. But um, um, Emil Chan, uh, so I under- as I understand it, uh, Chat GTP, since it was launched, it's still evolving. Um, uh, what do you make of that? And, um, and you know, uh, could we get to the stage where it has, like, you know, uh, fr- you know, really greater uh, powers to influence, um, you know, uh, human society? Well, I think, uh, as you mentioned, it's, uh, it's a double saw, mm. uh, a double edged saw. Mm. So the, uh, I do believe that uh, all the schools uh, over the world, they, they embrace this tool. Uh, but uh, before, uh, they, they come up with a uh, uh, solution. So, but I think there are two solutions that we have to deal with this uh, issue. The first solution is that the way how we assess the student must be uh, adjusted. You know, uh, they must be, uh, uh, say, uh, if I ask my student to uh, do a homework, I, I will expect them, you know, to, to, to do it. Uh, if check GPT is allowed, uh, it will be uh, 100%, you know, uh, 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 more uh, creative than the, the, the way how we are assessing them. And the other one is uh, 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 we have to change the, the, the syllabus or we have to uh, adjust the way how we uh, design the course. So at the moment, uh, we, uh, particularly in the uh, high school or primary school, uh, we focus too much on uh, memory or just uh, uh, asking the student uh, to learn the very, very basic. And then uh, there are there are complaints about uh, we are missing out those uh, creativity parts. So now we got a tool. Then I think uh, in general, uh, regardless, it is a uh, 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 universities or uh, high school. 
and we have to change the syllabus. We have to change the way uh, how we uh, promote uh, uh, creativity while uh, we can access the student uh, in a modern way. So I think uh, that uh, there are two uh, solutions uh, we can implement, but it takes time. Okay. Uh, just returning to the uh, uh, financial sector, uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, Rex Jung. So, your use of uh, AI uh, algorithms in making uh, investment decisions or advising clients in making mm. investment decisions. I mean, how important? I mean, some of these decisions are made in a split second. So, uh, so how much of an advantage can that give uh, investors over, you know, you know, when it comes to making the right choices? Mm, actually, as a uh, creator or programmer of this of my own AI, actually, uh, I set certain restrictions such that it can it it, it, it can recommend in a normal way, and then uh, for example, uh, invest in the in, in some bad chips and etc. So actually, I think that uh, uh, we can treat it as a <coughs> idea generator. If you don't know what to do, it can give you an idea with some suggestions. And then if you if you scan throughout the market and then see which one has the biggest opportunity and then uh, it will give you a suggestion. Mm -hmm. So uh, um, as a responsible AI, uh, I I need to make it like uh, it will suggest a uh, investment decision, but also with some stop loss and other other things. Mm -hmm. So and also uh, because I'm a licensed person, so actually I need to fulfill all the all the restrictions. Sure, yep. sure. Okay, okay, good. Okay, well, uh, let's uh, just take a little pause because uh, we've got a break for the new summary at nine o'clock. We'll be back at three minutes past. Um, thank you uh, very much uh, to uh, Emil Chan, Chairman of the Association of Cloud and Mobile Computing Professionals and Adjunct Professor with uh, City University's EMBA programme. Um, a quick look at the weather. It's going to be mainly fine and dry. Uh, visibility relatively low uh, at first. Anyway, top temperature around 21 degrees. Uh, the outlook, mainly fine and dry. Cool mornings in the next few days. It's currently 17 degrees, humidity 58%. And welcome back to Backchat with Ada Wong and me, Jim Gould. And this morning we're talking about um, artificial intelligence and chatbots, uh, particularly the uh, ChatGPT uh, uh, chatbot, which has been <clears throat> very much uh, in the news lately. Uh, we have with us uh, Rex Jung, who's uh, founder of uh, Algobot uh, Limited, and that is a platform for uh, AI algorithms uh, to make uh, investment decisions in currency and stocks. Um, Megan Chow, CEO and co-founder of Inriskable, um, which is a software company which works with banks and the financial sector. And also joining us now on the line is uh, Ethan Lai, a global technology strategist with Microsoft. Um, um, Ethan Light, thanks for joining us. We'll come to you in just a moment. Uh, I just have a couple of uh, uh, emails here from listeners that uh, I would like to read out. Uh, so um, <clears throat> this one from Mike says, uh, uh, it's uh, school's purpose to develop uh, one's mind primarily. Sorry, is, it, is, is school's purpose to develop one's mind primarily or to develop one's ability to use instruments to think for us? This is the real question, and there is more than one answer. And David writes, uh, AI is dangerous. The algorithms already collect together fake news. AI can't tell the difference. <clears throat> 
though it will collect more fake news. Um, thank you. Um, OK, just ha uh, Eason Lai, thank you for joining us. Uh, just first of all, I mean, how about that point about, about fake news? I mean, how can we be sure that what we're being told by AI is accurate? Um, that's a very great question. Thank you for asking this as well, right? So first of all, I think, uh, uh, you know, the open AI, when they developed the GPT-3 model, aka, right, the well-known prayer one, the chat GPT-3, right, mm -hmm. chat GPT, right, the wording, right? Actually, the data is collected until the June 2021, okay? This is the latest versions of the GPT. And for the fake, well, about the fake news, actually, we cannot see when of that, to be honest, right, right, but uh, from the internet, we have lots of fake news that we cannot validate every, every news, every information one by one. Actually, from the open AI perspective from that company, already developed a new algorithm, definitely by the human vetting. To try to check the information accuracy is it fake or not. Definitely, they have a judge panel to judge the information is it fake or not. Now they are trying to implement that kind of algorithm to uplift the overall GPT experience. Mm. Okay, and and you are confident that um, this checking uh, will be uh, will validate all you know all the um, sort of fake um, news and reporting online. But, but because uh, you know, I, I read somewhere that scientists are actually very worried about ChatGPT somehow because, you know, in scientific reports and you know, data collection and evidence is all very important. But then the ChatGPT can actually write a scientific report and purports to be like a new scientific discovery. Yes, exactly, exactly. So this is the this is the design. I think everyone in the listening, okay, you guys already pray around the ChatGPT or the GPT model already right it can automatically generate a very good okay or even awesome paragraph sentence or even paper on that right this is the purpose but okay, how do we validate on that right we are from the open AI perspective they already starting to develop a, a algorithm as I said right why we did how do we deliver develop that kind of algorithm is using the human vetting, right use the domain expert to try to input the papers, okay, input the paper, whether they the information before it's going to, as a gate, I can say, as a filter, before releasing the answer. So, we'll be coming soon, okay, OpenAI will be released such kind of tools, you can see the writing performance from the OpenAI perspective, no matter directly consuming the GPT-3 or the JetGPT as well. Hmm. We need to count on that. We, we, we cannot heavily rely on the, the algorithm or the mathematics, okay? Directly filter the answer, that's only. So that's why from the newspaper, from some of the news, right, in the U.S., right? So many people say OpenAI, that's true, right? OpenAI is hiring the high-quality programmers, uh, the writer as well, to try to do a writing or confirmation. I cannot say confirmation, a review of the articles, right? To try to develop an algorithm to try to prevent the fake news or low-quality cooking as well. Okay. Um, actually, um, yeah, a couple of things I wanted to ask you about as well. Um, the the uh, the Bing search engine has been upgraded, hasn't it? And uh, there've been a few yeah. there've been a few uh, news articles about that. Uh, Associated Press apparently had a conversation uh, with uh, with Bing, and uh, mm. and it turned out that it uh, talked about. Uh, 
past news coverage and it uh, uh, adamantly denied it had uh, made errors and it threatened to expose the reporter for spreading <laughs> alleged falsehoods about things abilities yeah. and so I mean I mean I mean it sounds as though it's getting a you know a, a little bit hostile there um, how, how can that be explained uh, because nowadays, uh, I think you, you you may try to bring search already at the back, okay? But Microsoft perspective, we are in the gated preview mode, okay, for some of the developer, some of the AI evangelists to try to early taste on the experience, right? Mm. Fundamentally, the experience something like a old days, uh, no matter from Bing search or Google search. And the purpose is, okay, as long as we can search from the internet, the purpose of the new Bing search is try to summarize the content for you, right? This is fundamentally, right? So nowadays, as I said, right, the GPT-3 model or ChatGPT is not yet fully, I can say, it's already applied some filter to prevent some of the offensive, okay, or something racist, okay, uh, content information. It's still keep applying, okay, keep enhancing continuous in development mode to try to uplift the model. But nowadays, we can, you know, we, you know, we have a lot of fake news of some of the offensive information around the internet. As long as, okay, you can try to search something keyword, something like this, and then the search result will be getting this. And then from the GPT perspective, from the new Bing search, okay, it just try to summarize the content, no matter it's just a URL or some article from the Korea, maybe some of the countries, okay, all the countries, and then it will come up to be solved for you. And then the response, or you will get something like offensive. Even you try to search my name, and then you can together some search some offensive topics, and then it will summarize it and then give you the content. Mm -hmm. This is the logic. Mm -hmm. So. Now, I think this is a very big question around, around how do we prevent the offensive information or even racist information around the internet, right? We cannot, we cannot prevent that at the moment, right, from the internet because it's free completely in the internet. Now, so that's why we are, uh, from the open AI perspective, helping is keep improving, including Microsoft itself, okay? Uh, it's also improving the model, trying to filter such kind of information before, okay, going to the directly consumer, just like us. Mm -hmm. um, Ethan, Microsoft uh, goes into schools, and um, you know you you have uh, you know many many schools uh, working with you. How how do you see this uh, evolving? Um, you know to have Bing and to have OpenAI um, probably used um, you know more by secondary schools um, you know, in the future, and and then um, you know uh, even for primary school kids if they can search. If yep. they can search Google, they can. They know how to search Bing, and you know, eventually, um, this might actually, um, you know, change education altogether. Um, yes, I can say more effectively. The key point is, I know some of the people may thinking that of oh, the student, the primary school student, or even secondary student, okay, or the college student, thinking about using the ChatGPT to completely do the assignment, right? <laughs> I wasn't a lazy person. I was. I may thinking about this. But the key point is, I think we can use the chat GPT or the GPT model as a pilot, co-pilot with you, right? As a friend with you, just like a Google search, right? You may find something information you don't know from the Google or from the Bing, right? Search the information necessary. And the key point in those days before the chat GPT, we need to use your logic, use your own intelligence from the student, right? To try to summarize it, consolidate all the information, and then submit the assignment create a Simon article something, right? But the co-pilot, okay, with the chat GPT is helping you, okay, to summarize the information. Definitely, as a student, right? I think uh, 
no, this is not a good idea. Completely copy and paste the answer from the ChatGPT and then submit the assignment. Definitely, I'm not encouraged that. But the key point is, you need to the student. It also needs to ask the right questions. Something like I tried to explain in the Bing, in the new Bing search, right? You need to ask the right questions. Otherwise, okay, you will get a very interesting something like you try to input some of the racist information. You will get the response to summarize. We will give you some response on that. That's not a good idea. So the student itself try to focusing on the thinking, ask the right questions, and then for the rest, look low-hanging food, right, for tedious painting, dropping the sub from the paragraph, and then this will be getting the response by you, uh, from the chat GPT, and then refer with, with your, with the student's own intelligence or logic to try to modify the, the, the paragraph, the assignment a little bit before the submissions. It's helping the stu- student, okay, uh, focusing on the time, on the thinking of the question instead of focusing on the paragraph thing on the, on the speech, right? Okay, okay. okay. Uh, email here from uh, listener Martin says, uh, because OpenAI's chat GPT is not officially available in Hong Kong unless you have a US phone number and use a VPN, perhaps your guests can recommend uh, other AI platforms with similar functions sure. that are open to the public in Hong Kong, for example, u.com. P.S. AI certainly has the capability to replace radio hosts and university lecturers as well. Uh, thank you for that, uh, Martin. Um, um, actually, um, Emil Chan was saying before the break that uh, you can actually install uh, you can actually install it um, uh, there's a way of doing it uh, in Hong Kong but p- p- perhaps um, 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 Megan Chow um, uh, for instance like mm. mainland China is working uh, pretty hard on developing uh, AI I mean are there, yeah. are there other similar platforms becoming available that uh, that people can use um, as far as I have concerned, I think um, ChatGDP is, is the most powerful one mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And yeah. if you're asking for alternative, uh, of course there is. But um, um, actually, that is also my question to maybe Ethan. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. ChatGDP is not available in Hong Kong at the moment. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm really like, like the developer game is getting very excited about it. So what yeah. about Hong Kong? Like, do you have any schedule? <laughs> uh, from the OpenAI. I cannot speak on behalf right, of on OpenAI. They're not yet listed uh, for the Hong Kong at the moment or even China at the moment. I know uh, so many rappers, so many apps, right, to try to yeah. wrapping the OpenAI ChatGPT experience at the back and then published it as a mobile apps or even website, okay? Uh, from in the internet, right? Something someone mm-hmm. saying is a scam as well, right? Okay. For example, somebody in newspaper in Hong Kong is saying using the POE, right? The POE is one of the apps in Android, uh, in iOS. Okay, can be tried to give you an early taste experience to try to interact with, interact with the ChatGPT indirectly in Hong, even in Hong Kong, right? Because the POE has been published in the Hong Kong App Store as well. So in iOS is one of the things you can try, right? But if you would like really, really to try to, from the web experience, from the open AI, right? The best way, definitely. Yeah, I know nowadays everyone's got the VPN, connect the VPN, or, and this is one of the steps, right? And get the phone numbers, okay, outside Hong Kong, you can try to taste it. But as a normal person, okay, in Hong Kong, you can try the POE, okay, the app in, in Hong Kong, just download it, and then you can, 
use indirectly. And one more thing, okay, from the Microsoft, as I said, we have the new thing, okay, is nowadays is in the gated period, okay, you can try to register, okay, uh, just wait for, for my example, I wait for two weeks, right, for, wait for the approval, and then you can try the new thing. The new thing is something very, very similar, I can't say, I can't say 100%, very, very similar to the OpenAI ChatGPT experience. With the new thing, not just about search, right, as I said, it's one of the example. You can ask other questions. For example, uh, can you help me write a script for today's morning speech, which can help you as well. Definitely. Today's morning speech, you need to give the context, okay, talking about what kind of topic, for example, GPT, right? Mm. Uh, um, Rex Chung, hmm. uh, a question from someone like myself who's not an expert in the field, of course. Um, can AI actually think? Does it have the ability to think like a human and can it develop that ability? I think it depends on what data set you give to the AI to train. Hmm. So if you, it is a big data technology actually. Hmm. If you give more data to it, then it can learn more. So, uh, yeah. for example, if I give uh, stock data or FX data, then it will become uh, financial experts. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. if yeah, if Microsoft or Google give give a lot of uh, general data for it to to learn or news to learn, it becomes a general AI. Yeah. And can it can it continue to learn? Can it can yes. it reach a point where it can it can learn on its mm -hmm. own? It can find its own sources of information to you know increase its ability and and knowledge. Mm. Is it actually it is a loop? It keep it. If you feed in new data and then keep learning, so it's adaptive to the uh, new changing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean exactly. we're all we're, we're all um, you know we're we're all familiar with the science fiction, of course. And, uh, I mean, um, I mean, I, I suppose you know there is a concern that I mean, could it get to the stage where it becomes protective of itself and uh, and 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 you know it starts to starts to go its own way, as it were? Mm. I, I think the creator of the AI. Uh, has a term called negative prompt. That means mm. you, you keep inputting some uh, sensitive words such that the AI can take extra care about the content you input. So if some sensitive keywords is inputted, then it will, it will take extra care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So and such the data as... is, still, is still, as I said, right, the open AI, the latest GPT-3 model or chat GPT is the training data. If you try to ask a question about the, if you try to ask GPT, chat GPT, right, okay, the data as of, is trained up to the June 2021, right? This is a, not the latest data. So that means if we try to ask a question of the news information in 2022 or even 2023, it may not answer for you, right? And the second point is about the new brain, right? The new brain is able to help you to search and summarize, I can say that. I think differentiation between the chat GPT and normal human, not yet to the Terminator, to be very honest, right? Because the human has the self-consensus, right? It's not yet to that stage of the AI has the self-consensus to keep continuously to learn something, to search along the internet and then uh, keep learning itself. <laughs> Um, Rex, uh, you Sorry. mentioned before the news break that um, you know we humans uh, need to have higher order thinking, to have like hmm. really higher thinking skills. So, what uh, can you elaborate a little bit on that? So, I know that you're now successful, you know, do, doing um, the finance and tech and all that. But uh, say if you were still like a secondary school and going to university student. Um, you know, how should you learn? Hmm. Actually, uh, uh, it's similar to what uh, Ethan said, because uh, um, we need to think how to ask the AI. Hmm. You need to ask the uh, right question. So you will play a higher role, and then you lead the AI, how to give you an answer that you want. Hmm. 
And then uh, the second thing is, if you're a programmer, you need to design the neural network, how to train the algorithm, how to learn. Yeah, you need to write a learning machine, actually. So uh, uh, it's a learning model, and then it could keep looping the data and then keep uh, training and tuning the, the parameter inside. So at the moment, schools are not really teaching um, students to ask questions. In fact, I mean, in, in the regular university classroom, because I'm an educator, mm -hmm. and I think you know, students are always uh, very um, passive, and they don't ask questions. So, um, I mean, we're just half guessing these days uh, with ChatGPT only with us for a few months. It has created, you know, such an uproar. Uh, I don't know what it will become, and there'll be other forms of uh, different open AI in, in two, three years. You know, and I think education will be totally different. Would you say so, uh, Megan or Rex? Yeah, Megan? I, I yeah. think, yeah, yeah, it will be a, a different story in, in education. You know, um, um, it is, it is, it can be avoided for 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 anyone to use ChatGPT in in the in, in the future. So um, we need a new way to assess uh, the the students' work, and then uh, you may. That there may be there may be another ChatGPT in the next year that can check if it is using ChatGPT. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, sorry, sorry, Megan, go yeah, ahead. It's yeah. quite interesting. Like uh, in the education field, I saw some developers in the um, in, I, I think it's in the state. They said um, they they have created a program that is anti ChatGPT homework. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it's not just about checking homework or copying. Because at the moment, uh, I know that uh, a lot of younger students, they go to Wikipedia and they just copy and paste the information. Exactly. And, and mm. the article doesn't make any sense, but they still hand in anyway. So, so you yeah. know, as, as a teacher, you look at the homework, it's like, oh, but it's wiki homework. Uh, so, so, so I guess uh, for ChatGPT, you know, it might be one level up. Maybe they, mm -hmm. they also need to learn to ask questions. I, I think yeah. other yeah, than... Question. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah I, I think other than homework, there is another assessment which is very important, which is the physical exams. They need to attend the physical exams and then answer the paper. Instead yeah. of a take-home yeah. essay yeah, yeah, type yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. yeah. Okay, you can bring okay. your co-pilot at home anywhere but not in the exam room right <laughs> okay okay here's one here's an, another listener email uh, um uh, this one for megan i think it says uh, a quick thought for the banking sector would this ai program have access to all bank and customer positions in a market having all the information on positions and uh, stop uh, lose or stop profit position would be a huge advantage in trading uh, to the bank so how about that uh, AI's access to customer accounts? Yeah, um, um, I think um, I'm not an expert to the um, stock thing. Then no. I, I okay. think Rex is the one can, that can answer. Oh. Oh. But um, to the customer data, I think it's not very easy to assess the customer data, even not not in the field of AI, but also in the application. It's, it's quite impossible to touch the customer database without no. their consents or the bank's consents. And so it, that it doesn't have to worry and to the algorithm itself i think machine learning is something that can give us some um, um meaning to some different business use case but um simply touching on the customer data is not really like um, um bringing out some value but i think to the point maybe machine learning can be helped on the um, fault detection because you know there are some fault case for the bank nowadays like um they they thought about like like the um sms suddenly they charge you for like ten thousand 
dollars without your consent, and maybe it could be helpful to trace like um, um, if the suspicious fraud case happened. Yeah. Okay. Mm. okay. Um, I, actually, I've got a question that I'd like to sort of ask all three of you. So it seems that AI can understand human emotions, emotions, but uh, is it able to feel? Emotions? What do you think? No. Yeah, yeah, actually, no. actually, <laughs> I, I tried the POE, yeah. the, the AI, and I, I asked the ChatGPT to tell a joke. Mm. And actually, some jokes are good, some jokes are bad. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> actually, it depends how many jokes we okay. input to train it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it really depends on the input. Right. But at the end of the okay. day, yeah, you have so much fun you know, talking to a non-human, <laughs> then, you know, wh what about, you know, getting together with your friends and having a drink? Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. think that sort of life might change mm. as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, um, Ethan Lai, how far is this going to go, development of uh, AI and chatbots and uh, a brave new world? Uh, actually, nowadays, I can say the OpenAI ChatGPT in, uh, announcing in the Q4 last year is really, really a breakthrough, right? Uh, from the AI perspective, and open everyone to try to early taste uh, the super advanced that we call it LLM, right? Large language model to everyone, mm. including the mm. ChatGPT. We can do the very natural conversation with the robot. Mm. Uh, I think you know there's a lot of the business use case, right? Especially on the chat, right? How do we bring the ChatGPT in the commercial scenarios? Uh, something like in the airline, in the retailers, they can merge these engines right into their own website and then build more intelligence chatbot experience to their customers right just imagine in old days our chatbot is something like to be honest it's the rule base it's an mouse very simple to understand right if it's keep this right if there's so many logics nowadays the chatbot with the chat gpd experience can do some more fun you can try try to ask something like I want to have the beauty advice for how to uh, watch the trend of the cosmetic product for example right it would try to search okay to understand the contacts and then try to grab the necessary information including from the retailer itself right and then provide the feedback interactively now that is not just a very simple uh, question and answer now we can ask the question in any context and then let the Robot, right? That the chatbot can give you an answer as well. I think, okay, in coming years, okay, in this year as well, right? If we will keep evolving our products, right, with the AI infused, uh, something like a marketing generations, right? Some of the marketing content script, right, can be automatically generated, improving the customer service as well with the automatic response as a normal human, right? It's helping us, to be honest, right? Okay, AI fundamentally is not trying to replace human, right? The first rule is thinking about is it tries to assist the human, right, to achieve more, okay? Saving more time to the family, uh, your life, personal life, right? That, that time you can, you can enjoy, right, okay? And then for the tedious one, right, you can use the AI to make it more effectively. Something like I not necessary to think too much to generate a 3,000 word paragraph for submission something. Or they're thinking about the whole night, think about the marketing wording or even the brand name. You can use the tools to assist you to achieve faster, right? So stay tuned, okay? No matter from the banking sectors, no matter from the retail sector, no matter from any other set or even marketing as well can be used just kind of tools. Not just ChatGPT, to be honest, it's because this is just a chit chat language phrase. So how about the images? We need to do images as well. Nowadays, 
from the OpenAI is also have to Dory. Dory is the it's also based on the language model, but it mm. is able to generate the images as well, right? Mm. So it's how the marketer, okay, is how any department. If you look like a gen, if I'm not something in design, right, I may not have such kind of ideas to generate such kind of very beautiful and attractive images. You can just as long as you can ask. The machine, right? It mm. lives, okay? Mm. It helps you to generate the template. I'm not saying that no matter the email response or the images, uh, you can directly submit or provide it to the customer or post it on IG, Facebook, wherever, right? But at least it's helping you, okay? It's an admin or wherever, okay? It's a poster. And then you can fulfill on that, okay? It saves a lot of time to doing work. Oh, very interesting. Thank you so much for uh, speaking to us uh, on the programme this morning. I mean, it's a huge topic. It's really fascinating, isn't it? So um, uh, thanks very much. That was uh, uh, Ethan Lai, Global Technology Strategist uh, with Microsoft. And thanks very much to our studio guests, uh, Rex Jung, uh, founder of Algobot Limited, and uh, Megan Chow, CEO and co-founder of Inriskable. Thank you uh, both thank you. very much. Thank you. Thank you again thank you. to Ethan. Um, thank you. Okay. Uh, so Let's, uh, uh, before we go to the news summary and the uh, brunch with Noreen, a quick look at the weather. Thanks very much, of course, to, to you, Ada, as well, our Tuesday co-host. Today, it's going to be mainly fine and dry. Uh, visibility relatively low in some areas at first. At top temperature will be around 21 degrees. Uh, fresh easterly winds, occasionally strong offshore. Uh, the outlook, mainly fine and dry with cool mornings in the next few days. The temperature difference between day and night will be relatively large. It's currently 17 degrees. Humidity is at 60%. Doxing is a crime. If someone reposts a doxing message, that is also doxing. The Personal Data Privacy Ordinance has been amended. Reposting doxing messages without the consent of the people concerned is against the law. Offenders are liable to a maximum fine of $1 million and imprisonment for five years. Remember, be careful with reposting. Doxing is a criminal offense. The law also applies to the online world. The new summary with Carol Musgrave. Medical sector lawmaker David Lamb is calling for a full investigation after a surgical light in an operating theatre fell from the ceiling and injured a member of staff. The incident happened on Saturday at the United Christian Hospital. Meanwhile, the hospital authority has suspended the use of 16 operating theatres at public hospitals after their surgical lights were found to have loose screws. A Chingyi school says the government should intervene and ensure a lunchbox operator can safely provide meals for the hundreds of schools it serves. Ray Chan, the school affairs chief at 